on the scene. The yeah. winning Janine, I'm yeah. bringing the facts. They know yeah. what I mean. Music nope. comparisons, yeah, it's embarrassing. Up in the Ford, I feel like I'm Harrison. Stop on the fast track. Mighty and morphing my name. Feel like a gentleman, top of my class. A legend, I'm feeling like three stacks. Okay. Hey, word to Aaliyah, taking it back and forth. I'm feeling so one in a million. I'm Timbo. like Travis McCoy, gym class hero, wanting a billion. Hey, Jay on the holiday. Uh, I just, I just want to say, you, you just said Nicki Minaj for 2010. No, she did not take 2010. Okay, she, she better not have. Takes into the 20 as we're in the 2010s. I'm gonna speed through these. Oh, oh. but 2010 they give Kanye West, uh, Mark Dark, Twisted Fantasy, of course. The reason why. Um, honorable mentions of that year. Somebody that you mentioned that you thought wasn't getting respect. Apparently, in 2010 he got this respect. Finally, Rick Ross, Nicki Minaj, and Eminem. <sighs> okay. So 2010 honorable mentions. I'm not even going to elaborate, but two people they missed. Currency, Pilot Talk, Pilot Talk 2, and then number two, um, my man Big Crit. Crit was here. Actually, three people. Number three, uh, Wiz Khalifa. Oh Christian my Oden. God, yeah. That was yeah, that yeah. era. Yeah. Literally that definitely the that era. Top five yeah. greatest mixtapes ever. I was about to say, mm-hmm. you have to consider mixtapes in this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Trust me. I'm with you on my boy Big Crit and all of them. That was that golden age era when you saw the who's up next kind of thing. But, you know, again, when you're in the mainstream world, again, Rick Ross, Nicki Minaj, Eminem, all honorable mentions of 2010. Going on to 2011. Guess guess who got it? You guessed it. None other than Derek's other favorite rapper, you know, the rapper who's not a rapper and also a singer. Drake, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) 2011. Because of Take Care, Take Care, non-album cuts like Club Paradise, Dreams Money Can Buy, guest spots like I'm On One, Tony Montana Remix, and Round of Applause. Uh, Honorable mentions of 2011 go to another rapper that Chris was also wondering, why hasn't he gotten his respect? Rick Ross, Jay-Z, and Kanye West. All honorable mentions of that year. Hey, uh, man, we, we can finish this, but I, I, I say this with all due respect. We need to have a separate episode because 2011, like, return of forever. Arguably, Crit's greatest mixtape, like, first and foremost. Secondly, uh, Big Sean had his debut with Finally Famous. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, And then while we're still talking about debuts and Finally Famous dropping the 11. Uh, sideline story dropped in 11 with J. Cole, and then past that, like, yeah, because you um, missed all his mixtapes oh, prior to this. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 don't, don't wait, you worry. No, no, before I can't let this in before we get to his opinion on that. I, I thought we were still talking about debuts because Section 80 dropped in 2011. That's how I was say, Kendrick. And then, well, the ASAP. Well, this is true. All this is true. Oh, bro, we need a separate episode. So, so going in, going in, look, going, going into 2012, going into 2012, we going back to back. Ladies and gentlemen, we going back to back because you know, do I need to say it anymore? Drake takes 2012 as the greatest rapper of And here's why his credentials 2011's Take Care. Barrage of guest verses like Stay Scheming, No Lie, Amen, Pop That, Effing Problems. Even in an off year, they said this was an off year. Even in an off year, Drake was on one. 
Take Care dropped late 2011. Drizzy was able to ride excellent singles like Eight Hell Yeah, F and Right, Take Care, and The Motto in 2012, which made him a oh, conscious. <laughs> All right, honorable mentions for 2012. Are y'all ready? Here we go. I'm going to be too drunk. Honorable mentions for 2012. A guy you said is still not getting his credit. Well, he's getting it now. Ricky Rose. Toe Chains. Okay. And Kendrick Lamar. I was about to say, Good Kid, Mad City came out. Like, you can't even do that. Well, yeah, and that gets honorable mention, though. So let that sink in. Good Kid, Mad City gets honorable mention. I mean, but we got to be honest. God forgives I don't was nuts. It was. Production-wise. It was. was. Mm -hmm. Like, it was. Here's here's their explanation behind this, too. We have no, they said this, we have no knock against Kendrick Lamar, but we are obligated to point out that he was relatively quiet for most of 2012 before dropping Good Kid Mad City. However, last year, more and more fans got hip to his stellar 2011 release, Section 80, which y'all said wasn't mentioned. Apparently they mentioned it now. Still, most were left wondering if K-Dot could pull off a classic debut album. If you were into He did it tapes, twice. Yeah. But if you were Section into mixtapes, oh man! In fairness, in fairness, I will say this: a lot of times there are rappers, not not Kendrick, but there are rappers where their albums are nowhere near their mixtapes. So I could understand that. Yeah, albums are always literally, different. Literally, Kendrick, Cole, and Wale went on a crazy mixtape run. So did Crit, because Crit was also and Crit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I get it. I get it. I mean, I but we what's, what's so disrespectful about this list is you can tell what they don't dive into because mm-hmm. with this being the mixtape era, like mixtapes were popular, but I got to say for a lot of mainstream people, mm-hmm. when Drake dropped uh, So Far Gone, it mm-hmm. elevated mixtapes to another it level. It did. It because did. I was listening to them prior to that, but like now you got to consider Dreams and Nightmares or yes. not excuse me, that was an album, but you got to consider Dream yes. Chasers too. Yes. Like besides Dream Chasers too, like man, you see like breakout stuff. Yes. And even if yes. those, even though this, like, I, I've made it very well known, I am not a future fan. I'm just mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. He has some stuff that I like, but future dropped Pluto. Like Pluto was a classic from future. Like, yeah. no matter which way you cut it. And I don't listen to it. I've never listened to it, but I've heard the singles from it. Pluto was a classic. Joey Badass came out. Like, Chief Keep dropped Finally Rich. Like, come on, man. Like, wh- what are we doing? Like, wh- like, really, what are we doing? Live from the Underground drops. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're talking yeah. about bona fide wave-making classics. And then Ye dropped Cruel Summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. <sighs> well, Going into the year of 2013, this should be an interesting one. Well, the rapper they say that took the crown for best rapper alive in 2013, and I don't think Derek's going to like it, but he probably will respect it. Ladies and gentlemen, 2013, they said, belonged to Kendrick Lamar. Because of 2012's Good Kid, Mad City, guest verses on ASAP Rocky's 
<laughs> Jace guest verses um for ASAP Rocky, Amelie Sande, Young Jeezy, Jay Z got on the remix for "Don't Kill My Vibe." Um, <clears throat> he spent most of 2012 crafting his masterful debut album before dropping it toward the end of the year. The release of "Good Kid." cemented Kendrick's status as the best rapper alive and earned comparisons to other legends who jump-started their careers with unforgettable major label debuts. No, It wasn't just a great album. It was a a great conceptual album with a storyline throughout a Herculean hip-hop. That came out the year prior. Nothing was the same. Born Sinner, Long Live ASAP. Well, funny. What are we talking about here? Funny thing about that, I'm glad you said this. 2013's honorable mentions: Drake, Two Chains, Danny Brown. What? Notice, <laughs> notice what you just said. That doesn't. You just sense. you just mentioned your guy. Now wait a minute. Born Center. I know I'm not mistaken here, but that was arguably album of the year, was it not? Wasn't Born Center like? Think. Arguably, it, it, it might have been considered it, it may, but it, it may have been considered. Yeah, it wasn't, but it may have been. It may have been. But it beat Jesus. Oh, for it sure. Should've. He dropped it out the same day. Jesus wasn't like the greatest rap album. It was like no. experimental pop hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he and and J Cole intentionally dropped it on the same day as Kanye. And then, like, if we're talking about 2013, like being straight up. Like, I remember where I was working, and I was in an area where there weren't a lot of Black people and a lot of representation. So I actually had the physical copies of three CDs that they better have mentioned up on here. So I'm going to let you say them before Uh, I go off. Okay. Well, as far as the three names they mentioned honorably for 2013, let's see. For Drake, once again, the throne is for the taking. His third album is on the way, and songs like Started from the Bottom and 5 a.m. in Toronto, so that he can still turn it on like a light switch whenever he fancies. At the other end of the spectrum is Danny Brown, who has little mainstream recognition, but has slowly built himself into a premier underground rapper. So they're acknowledging mm. underground rappers, but didn't acknowledge the underground rappers before. Okay. You're li- like, nothing was the same as literally Drake's uh, Thriller. That's his best album. Fans continue to catch on to his 2011 album, XXX, and he keeps slaughtering guest spots. That's all Danny Brown, by the way. Two Chains is still riding high off the success of his debut album and newfound fame. The question remains is if he can maintain his momentum. They didn't even say what album it was. They didn't even say so whatever album he meant, I guess. Yeah. Bro, this was stupid. This this was stupid. Like, complex. I'm wait, 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 wait. Did Magna Carta Holy Grail come out that year too? Bro, bro, uh, we got albums even colder than that one that also about. dropped. So, so here's my list of, because, oh man, I definitely feel the liquor in my legs. because i can't take any more shots for like all right first off while it wasn't his greatest album it actually was a lot better than people thought uh hall of fame by big sean because it was right on that same wave of of mmg and what they were doing 
Secondly, while we talking about like supremely dope stuff, one of like literally my favorite rapper, my personal favorite rapper, Dom Kennedy dropped Get Home Safely, which I think is an absolutely beautiful album. And I even went to see that tour in New Orleans. Uh, Dom Kennedy is supremely overrated. I mean, excuse me, underrated, underrated. I'm sorry, Dom. Underrated, <laughs> underrated. Let me never get that twisted. Uh, while I'm not the biggest fan of like his older work, Tyler, the creator, dropped Wolf. Wolf, yeah. Um, But moreover, while I was at the What Dreams May Come tour for J. Cole, mm-hmm. who was fresh off the absolutely dope, astoundingly beautiful slick the greatest album he's dropped commercially put together in born center that came out in 2013 he had wale as his opener who was yeah, fresh off the supremely lyrical the gifted yeah and yes. then while we yes. still talking about lyrics from born center and the gifted you know who opened up before wale did for j cole vic mensa who was fresh off of internet tape bro mac miller dropped that year too Watching movies with the sound off. And this is all analogous to Chance the Rapper who dropped okay, acid rap. I was rap. just about to say Chance. Like, just celebrated the 10-year anniversary. Yeah, if yeah, this is this they is missed the so much stuff. You can't. Yeah, complex Bro, needs help. Donald um, Glover dropped. I mean, excuse me, Charles Gambino dropped because the internet. I forgot about that. Yeah. Which like, was, I was that was that was a that was a that was an Bro, amazing project. I was riding to work. If I wasn't listening to 3005, you know what I'm saying? It, it was, uh, man. Like, it, I was, it was listening to that album like, when I didn't even know who he was. Bro, and then Pusha T dropped my name. It's my name. Like, they put Danny yeah. Brown above my name is my name. They put Danny Brown above Bill Luminati. Runaway Love. Yeah, man. Heaven's Afternoon. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. Um, you know, and this is no disrespect mm-hmm. to like all the rappers that actually did good because I don't think y'all stuff was trash in the slightest. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just the fact that like we got to be honest about it. Better is 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 better, man. Y'all yeah. still like in y'all tears, but like, yo, we got to be G about it. But Chance why? Why are we dropping a classic? Why are we talking about an album a year later? Well, in fairness to that too, sometimes we you gotta consider when people drop certain times in a year. If you drop the album and say like November, mm-hmm. holiday season, basically, mm-hmm. of course that's automatically gonna carry itself to the next year, depending on how classic it is. Because right, you no, know, it is still that year of whatever. It's the latter half, so you're automatically gonna start. You're gonna remember it, but you're gonna more so remember it for the momentum it carries into the next year. Right. You know? When you're talking about the actual years, though, when you're going back and, and, and talking about the actual years, I don't care if it came out the year prior and it just got more popular the year after. There's That's there's true. movies. Halle Berry just had a movie, I forgot, called The Help, I think it was called. Some, uh, call, it was like something. The Call. The Call. Probably the Call. That, was, that came out 10 years ago. And it's now, now all of a sudden, it's just starting to blow up on Netflix. So now, are we considering that 2002? I mean, 2022? You see what I'm saying? No, you're right. You can't do that. You can't retroactively do that. If it came out in a specific year, even if it was toward the later end of the year, or it was like 
in December. Like, I don't care. If it came out in that year, categorize it for that year. That's it. That's it. I don't care when it got its success, its uh, success, or when it became very popular. When did it come out? Two thousand two. I mean, two thousand twelve. Cool. That's when you talk about two thousand twelve. Kendrick. I love Kendrick, I, and I agree he was one of the best ones that year. But we're not going to sit here and say that albums that actually came out in two thousand thirteen are. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on, bro. They telling me that bad by Wale wasn't the biggest thing. Wale and Rihanna and Tierra Thomas. <laughs> well, just go ahead, Dwayne. Hey, <laughs> listen. Yeah, if if you think that's something, I'm interested to see how y'all feel about 2014. Because again, as I told Janine, I made this promise. I said, hey, you know. Ladies and gentlemen, 2014 goes to none other than the feisty, the shysty, the New York queen herself. You said yeah, I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about none other than uh, Miss Nicki Minaj, ladies and gentlemen. I go hold you, no disrespect. It had to be a woman once you said feisty. I was oh yeah. <laughs> 2014 goes to her because of none other than the Pink Print, a stream of remixes and Lucy's. First female rapper in 56 years to have a number one, to have four number one singles. So apparently she's the first female rapper to have four number one singles. On the billboards, hot R&B and hip hop songs chart. That's not bad. That's not bad. It's it's not bad, bad, but uh, hey man. Oh, by the way, honorable mentions. Because I know you got your list, Chris. So your honorable mentions. Boy, I got to move fast with you because you don't want me to get drunk, and I appreciate that. I know, yeah. Well, you know, that, and also, you know, as, as Derek knows, we're, we're a time constraint, so, you know, we got to make sure we do this as quickly as possible here. Uh, Drake. How? What? <laughs> he, he didn't even, wait, wait how? Wait, wait, wait. 2014. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> You're going to love this. Young Thug. And and you're really gonna love this. <laughs> I see Gary oh. face getting. I tried to push my wait, mic away. Wait, it was guess who's guess who's the last one? Because I know Jerry's face is ready to pop. Killer Mike. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. No, come back, come back, come back, come back, come back, come back, come back. <laughs> There it, it no 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 Kill, killer Mike deserves more respect because he was with run the does. jewels. No, he, he does. does absolutely, he does. absolutely. Run, run, run the jewels, run, run the jewels no. too. Dropped in twenty fourteen, no. so killer I, Mike gets that. No, I'm not mad, but come on. Uh-huh. This is fourteen. This is fourteen. Twenty fourteen. Yeah. Now, you no, know, you you and I both know what came out in twenty fourteen. This is fourteen. This is fourteen. Yeah. yeah. Because Four Seals Drive, Drive came out. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They, they missed out on, on 2014. You're not going to tell me that there was not, you're not going to tell me that Four Seals Drive, bro, I love Pass. Killer Mike. I love Pass. Killer Mike. I love Killer Mike. But Pass. come on. I love the passion. Yes. Come on now. Come on now. It's literally called 2014 Forest Hills Drive. 
is literally the um, year. I mean, bro, bro, my my football coach, not my actual football coach, but the football coach of my absolutely lovely alma mater, Jackson State in Jackson, Mississippi, located at 1400 J.R. Lynn Street, Jackson, Mississippi, 39216. Um, he made this his 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 anthem. My nigga by YG came out with my crazy life. God, yo, like, and that's Moron by Schoolboy Q came out too. Exactly. Like, what are we talking GZ, about here, bro? Rick Ross dropped Mastermind. Well, what like, the hell are we talking about here? GZ dropped Seen It All, and that album was nuts. Like the the title track, Jay Z probably delivered one of his like cleanest verses ever, man. And um, though she's gone completely off the deep end. I'm not going gonna hold her in the slightest off of this, man. We got to give Azealia Banks love in 2014 for dropping broke with expensive takes. Because I ain't going to hold you. I didn't listen to her. So I was like a fan of Azealia Banks before she went like supremely off the deep end. Talking about like eating back. dogs and stuff. Bro, like she, she, man, he, yeah, she, she buried her cat and ate it. She talked well, about cat, I want to sniff yeah. cocaine yeah. and get, get, you know, done in the rear. And I mean, she's just super wild about it. But like prior to, um, I actually thought Azealia Banks had like the most promise out of artists like Lil Kim, um, Nicki well, Minaj, Big Crick and all came that. out. Yeah. <laughs> Return correct forever is a mighty long time, wasn't that? Yeah, yeah, okay. That's what that's but I mean, I, I, I just wanted to show her that love because she dropped one of uh, one of the coldest flows and songs, like I heard with uh, the track Luxury produced mm-hmm. by Machine Drum. And mm-hmm. Machine Drum absolutely laced that song. Because it was so cold, there was a remix version made with Nicki Minaj. And I'm I'm sending it to y'all like when this is over. Like mm-hmm. luxury goes so hard because she had it on her uh, mixtape fantasy. And that's when like Azealia <laughs> was showcasing like her whole bag. I'm talking about like- lows out the wazoo. She was singing. Like if you talk about somebody who could do it all, she was killing it. But um again, for a guy that I don't really care for, future dropped. Uh, what is it? Honest, and he had young nigga move that move that God, boat. Yes. Yep. Yep. Oh, and logic, dropped. logic dropped under pressure. That album was nuts. Under pressure. See, that got me through my first year of teaching. You had you had a lot of people. Yeah, that 2014 man. Um, See, one thing about these 2010s lists is by now they should have understood that it wasn't just mainstream at this point. Like, the internet was popping, popping. Yes. So you knew about mixtapes. You knew about albums. You knew about everything. Like, it was blurred at this point because it was to the point where it was like, who listens to albums anymore? We listen to mixtape mixtapes. Yes. Yeah. You know, while also listening to albums on the mainstream, cool, but yeah, bro. I, so I'm, I'm, let me let me let me explain the case. These honorable mentions and let y'all get there because I know Derek's head is ready to pop. So hold on. Oh, I'm trying. I'm, I'm literally tearing up right now. Like I know, is, I know, I know, bro. I'm, 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 I'm listening. I'm gonna let you say these. Okay, so it said while Nikki controlled the year with the buildup of her album The Pink Print, her bit her count her Young Money counterpoint Drake counterpart. Sorry, Drake. 
did the same with nothing more than the OVO SoundCloud. Throughout the year, Drake would swoop in, drop a new song or several, and basically nothing else in hip hop would matter for the next few days. Drake confidently enjoyed another year of his prime by effortlessly communicating success in his prose with a candor and wit. Moving on to Young Thug. Young Thug went from a rapper to a watch out for. The guy who might, hold on, to the guy who might have his career derailed before it could even begin to a full-blown star. As soon as 2013, songs like Danny Glover and Stoner submitted themselves as early 2014 anthems. Songs from 2013 that submitted as 2014 anthems. Complicated label issues threatened Thug's ascent. Thankfully, Birdman stepped in, Rich Gang was formed, and Thugger ruled the summer with his first top 40 hit, Lifestyle. Although Rich Gaines, the tour part one is the full length project to go along with all the buzz, it doesn't capture Thug in all his glory. Lifestyle isn't even on it. To understand Thugger's appeal, look no further than his verse on T.I.'s About the Money. The verse is much like Thug himself, wildly original and bursting with offbeat energy. Let's see. He didn't have radio hits, club anthems, or nearly as much output as the aforementioned artist, yet Killer Mike was one of the most important voices in hip hop. It's not that Mike was much better than a rapper this year than in years past. He's always been good. However, his stars finally aligned for critical darlings like Run the Jewels, thanks to lackluster major label rap releases, with the Black Lives Matter movement taking off with nationwide protests against the unjust system, Mike's furious delivery and intricate rhyme schemes became the soundtrack for a revolutionary mind state. So that's why they gave it to Killer Mike for 2014. I see Derek getting very I don't care. I don't care. Like, um, I get it. And Mike should have his respect. But when you're talking about like the albums that were actually big that year, that was not one of them. That's not one of them. You're talking about other projects way before you're talking about that one. Not to mention Drake shouldn't be qualified either for a SoundCloud. He shouldn't be talked about. At least for a SoundCloud. Not even an album, a SoundCloud. Side note, nigga, this pound tank busting. <laughs> I like that you're making Derek laugh, you know, because I feel the passion there. I'm, I'm yeah. a transition 2015. Speaking of which, yeah. gee, I wonder who took that year. They're gonna probably give it to J. Cole because of, of 14. Actually, no, they gave it to Drake. So, Pimple Butterfly came out. The f- Wait, wait, here's the credentials for that year. Two number one debuts. If you're reading this, it's too late. What a time to be alive with future. 
first ever Grammy nominated diss track in back to back. Hotline Bling, highest charting solo single, tied with best I ever had. Launched OVO SoundCloud Radio on Beats One. Guest verses on Blessings. Where you at, Rico? Big Sean. One hundred blessings. What, what are we talking about here? The guest verses are better than, than, than Dark Sky Paradise. Clearly, Drake. Drake. Hotline Bling. I get it. I like. I get it. I get it. I don't. But who? Who? No. 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 I. I get. I get the popularity. Okay. But yo, who are the who are the who are the the, the honorable mentions yeah, for that year? So honorable mentions for the year of 2015 go to <clears throat> sorry, it goes to Future, Kendrick Lamar, and J. Cole. How is Kendrick and how I was to Pimple Butterfly the Pimple first Pulitzer Prize winning album not the rap album of the year. You are the first album to win a Pulitzer Prize, and you have an entire course at prestigious historical universities taught off of your album. Mm-hmm. But some nigga with a guest verse on another great album that wasn't even mentioned. So here's the should definitely be mentioned in this. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I'm sure Chris can agree as a, as a Michigan native. I get it. I get it. Uh, here's their reasoning behind these three selections. Let's see. Future took the stage on Jimmy Kimmel Live and performed Blow a Bag and Where You At. It was odd timing as the album, as the album the songs are featured on came out in July. The performance with a live band pro- proved muddier than expected, but the audience surprisingly didn't mind or care and wrapped every word back to him. The message couldn't have been any clearer. Future is once again a star. And all it took was a run that stretched back into 2014. Featured three ex- uh, exemplary mixtapes with his closet closest and best collaborate collaborators. A number one album that bested all of them. And another one off project with Drake that all but hushed any lingering doubts about his prolificity. Future had become a monster just as he predicted. <clears throat> March Madness also was one of those uh, around that time as uh, everybody remembers how big March Madness you, was. You, and this this is Future you're talking about? Yeah, Future. So what future. a time uh, uh, to be alive. That was big. That was big. Mm-hmm. Jumpman ran everything. It did. It did. <sighs> I'm, I'm about to read uh hold on time down. Get honorable mention. Yeah, I'm trying to figure we're gonna we're gonna get into that now. I'm back in 2014 here. Um, so let's see. All right, let's get into these honorable mentions and explain Kendrick's side of things here for why they mentioned this. Let's see. Uh that is 2014 still home. 2015. There we go. Okay. So all right. Um they're still reading Drake's. There we go. Okay. Um, let's see. The only rapper talked about as much as Drake or Future in 2015 was Kendrick Lamar. He followed up on his critically acclaimed major label debut with, well, another critically acclaimed major label album. Much has been written about to Pimp a Butterfly and the response of the album 
garnered from fans, critics, DJs, and other musicians. If TA, TPAB wasn't the best rap album of the year, it's tough to argue that it wasn't the most important. It's perhaps the most ambitious rap album of the past half decade. No other album this year made us look into ourselves as deeply or as far outwardly. It questioned nearly everything, blackness, whiteness, religion, social responsibility, which has in turn made us question everything. The role of rappers, the role of rap music, respectively politics, the role of music press, the idea that art can be at once great and distasteful. The album cast a shadow over the entire year out of which came of 2015's Brightest Gems, all right. And then, okay, going to your guy, Mr. Cole here. Unlike the Affirmation 3, J. Cole was rarely talked about this year. His third album, 2014 Forest Hills Drive, dropped in December of last year. There's that last year thing I was talking about. Uh, <clears throat> despite failing to birth any singles as a born as big as Born Center's Power Trip, what? it managed to sell. 371,000 in its first week. Nothing cold, <laughs> notching cold his third number one album. Going into the new year, J. Cole embarked on a three pronged global tour as headliner with Big Sean, Jeremiah, and YG in tow. Elsewhere in 2015, J. Cole hopped on the Official remix to Janet Jackson's long-awaited comeback single. Yes. Was asked by a tribe called Quest to remix Can I Kick It? Finally preview what an album with Kendrick might sound like by dropping Black twin Friday. freestyles on Black Friday. Yes. Signed two new artists to his Dreamville <clears throat> imprint and released the label's second compilation album. To top it all off, he signed a deal with HBO to air a documentary about his momentous tour without dropping a solo project in 2015. Oh. Cole managed to make more moves than nearly everyone else, save for Drake. So how not is bad? That, how is it that we're not talking about Cole in 2015 uh, when it came out in 14? When they literally did that for maybe four different artists prior to this where they retroactively gave it to them the next year and love yours was one of his biggest hits what are we what are we talking about here he didn't have any hits off the album are you serious yeah yeah uh yeah complex we need to talk now <laughs> by the way just so you know as the rest of these years go along, that is the only time J. Cole is I'm somewhat sure. mentioned. I am sure. He is I'm not sure. mentioned at all the rest I'm of sure. this. Even he went on the most ridiculous feature run. 2016. No, 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 no. Because. No, no, no. um, man, I'm trying to. Future, future came out with. Bro, he had what a time to be alive, and he had dirty sprite too. What do we like? That's what I'm saying. Like, again, as a guy who is not a future fan, I'm not so obtuse as to act like he didn't drop heat. No matter how I feel about his music or his lyrics, 
he dropped stuff that people responded to. And like, I got a list. Man, I feel like Eminem was like, here's a list. You know, here's the order it goes in. Like, all the stuff they missed for, for, for 2015. Wale, album about nothing. Logic, the incredible true story. Mac Miller dropped prop, arguably like my, my second or, or actually at the time it was my second, but one of his top five albums with Good AM. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter how you feel about it, it was influential. Young Thug dropped Barter Six. Wiz Khalifa came out with See You Again. And, but like, and then but we talking about like, not even the singles, but like albums. Yeah. The game dropped Documentary 2. Yeah. And Documentary 2 got, man, Big Sean dropped Dark Sky Paradise and Action Bronson probably had his biggest breakthrough with Mr. Wonderful. Wasn't this the time Fetty Wap was like big too? Getting to that point. That's why I'm like, they don't know what they're talking about, man. And it's so annoying. Like, this is y'all job, and y'all not doing it right. And I'm calling y'all out on it. Yeah. Because you need to be better if you're going to be a writer. You need to know more history, and you need to quit being so mainstream and actually know the genre, not what people that you don't care about are buying. Mm-hmm. Or, or who you think was most popular. Because some of these people didn't even buy the greatest stuff. But it was still it's still known, and y'all don't know it. How, bro? Or excuse me, how, bros? Hmm. 2016, definitely. Ooh, they about to mess up. I'm, I'm, I'm making yeah. my list now, and I'm going to see if they're going to do this right, because they not. So just out of thought, because I know y'all going to have y'all choices, but who do y'all really think dominated 2016? Chance. Oh, my God, yeah. Coloring book. If it's not coloring book, yes. then I'm not Col- like. Yeah, and it was so cute. much dope stuff, but color book literally was so solid that it forced the Grammys to make a new category. The Grammys. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about something that's been alive for like 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. The Grammys mm-hmm. had to make another category of all things for rap. The mm-hmm. category they respect the absolute least. Mm-hmm. Had no choice. And this was without protest. It was because Coloring Book was that prolific that Apple had an exclusive release. It was that prolific that this man was streaming a mixtape. Work that is usually made freely available, he was making profit off of. And it was killing albums and sales. And he and had, he's still making money off of the number three hat. Exactly. Like, Literally, it he is made every is off of one hat, bro. It's every bit of of, of coloring book, and I know they're not going to mention. They're going to they clearly... give it to Drake. Actually, no, you gentlemen actually got it right. Twenty sixteen was awarded to Chance the Rapper. Wow! Really? Wow! How did they mm-hmm. mess up like that? They awarded twenty sixteen to Chance the Rapper for that exact reason. Coloring book. Um. Let me see what the credentials were on that. Um, Let's see, for 2016. That was the year Life of Pablo came out too, right? Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Hold on. Give me a second. Give me a second. Okay. Coloring book, ultra light beam, live performances on Saturday Night Live and at the ESPYs. 
Magnificent Coloring Day Festival, staying independent. That's why they gave it to Chance the Rapper for 2016. Um, let's see, honorable mentions of that year. Hear me out. They're gonna mess this one up too. Mm-hmm. Q-tip. Young Thug. He deserves that one. He dropped Jeffrey. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar. No, that's not fair. Was that was that damn? No, un, untitled, unmastered. What? <laughs> because because of LeBron. Because LeBron. <laughs> hey, K Dot, you need to drop that album of all these unreleased tracks. Send tweet, and then he dropped it. That's that's literally how that happened. And somehow that gets mentioned as the best year. People don't because, even. Thank you. It's they not don't even, even a real album. They don't even talk about it. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's good music. Like, don't get me wrong. But Big Sean. Bro, bro. Isaiah Rashad dropped Sons Tyree. Like, you telling me free lunch? Like, free, free, free lunch was a monster. Like, free lunch, nigga. No name dropped telephone. So even hmm. though I wasn't the greatest fan of this, Travis Scott dropped birds in the trap. This is true. Well, as far as Q-Tip, when you're wondering why did he get this honorable mention of this year, it was because in 91, he wrapped that job of uh, Resurrectors is to wake up the dead. He delivered the line on the same verse on Jazz We've Got. So 25 25 years later at 46, he brought back the members of the Tribe Called Quest. I do remember Tribe Called Quest reuniting and coming out with an album. I remember it, but I don't. I wouldn't say it dominated the year, but I do remember that being a big thing at the time. Um, and of course, during the process in March that year, the founding member, Five Dog, passed away. And tipping. Right. Yeah. Jarabi, yeah. So I think that was kind of why they gave that nod to Q-Tip because of the effort behind everything to do all of that. But what was actually popping that year, though? Y'all remember Migos? Like, they dropped Bad and Bougie that year? Yeah, Migos, which, by the way, I guess it's for some reason these groups are not getting mentioned, by the way. Because again, Outcast, Clips. That's the dumbest thing. What what do we have against groups? Because Migos, by the way, did change the flow of flows by that point of when they came out. Like, literally every rapper started mocking their flows. Even though you can argue that they got their flows from other rappers, you know, like a 3-6 mafia. But, you know, still... I guess on a mainstream level, they still revolutionized changing the flow and the confidence behind the flow. Uh, but yeah, um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I'm talking most. Okay, Kendrick Lamar for that year didn't release career defining work in 2016 like he did in 2015 and 2012. Uh, respectively, instead, Untitled, Unmastered, as Chris mentioned. A rough collection of apparent studio leftovers felt the piece with the storm of jazz and American turmoil that produced Butterfly. Uh, 
Many of the songs were studio submitted versions of live late night performances. Many of those songs were brilliant. They left no doubt that Kendrick is one of the best rappers of the genre's history, but they didn't deepen his story or lead the listener down a new surprising path. Oh, elsewhere, he also contributed verses to songs from Beyonce, Danny Brown, Tribe Called Quest, The Weeknd, Travis Scott, Kanye West, DJ Khaled, Maroon 5, Sia, BJ the Chicago Kid, and Isaiah Rashad, among others of those really dope goosebumps, No Parties in LA, Holy Key, and What's Wrong, were most deserving of praise, but none felt essential. It's hard to imagine that he performed any of them during a show of his own five and five years. And as far as Young Thug, he may never be the best, best rapper alive, as they say, for as long as he raps, but that's in keeping with his artistic mission. Unlike Kendrick Lamar, who raps at a scholarly level, armed with history and predecessor, Thug raps to complicate the act itself. What he does under the banner of hip hop, toying with the song structure, exploding his voice, prompts critics to listeners to coin words and subgenres. Still in 2016, he released some of his most streamlined projects like Slime Season 3 and Jeffrey in particular. Also, songs with them dripping, Webby, Kanye West, and Pick Up the Phone. I do remember Pick Up the Phone being big. Absolutely. Let's just move on to the next year. Okay. Mm-mm, 20- mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> I'm going to tell you now, bro. 2017, I know they messed all the way up. 2017. Ladies and gentlemen, you guessed it. None other than They've been Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Okay. I can go, yes, because damn, that's what damn came out. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, will, I will say there's an arguable, and I know they're not gonna mention it too. And I wish Janine was here. Well, let's see, because the honorable mention goes to mm-hmm. you got Jay Z. Fair. That's four, four, four. Four, four, four is good. Yeah. Future. Hendrix. I give him that. And Cardi B. <sighs> no. Well, I'm hold not on. mad at that. Hold on. I thought Cardi B dropped in 18. Bodak Yellow. Bro, wait, we're going singles now? Bro, okay. Well, so it says, sure. no, it says, of course, that would be nothing without good music. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. A real jump that amounted to more than a flash in the pan attention is a risky improbable one. Cardi B has made it sure-footed thanks to a concentrated three-minute and 44-second long distillation of her appeal called Bodak Yellow. It was a breakout hit, unescapable in New York for the entirety of the summer, eventually reaching number one on the Billboard charts and unseating Taylor Swift on its way. Cause that was a big thing, apparently. Ooh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're we're mentioning Cardi B for a coat for for a Bodak Yellow 
and for unseating Taylor Swift? Is that what you just hold said? Hold on, hold on, hold on. But this is this is what's this so is disrespectful. This is hip hop. Um, for, what are we talking about for Taylor the Swift for? Bro, <laughs> it's it's the simple fact that Bodak Yellow made it, and yeah, they're I, not even mentioning Kodak. Like I don't care how you feel about Kodak, she literally she bit, bit off. Kodak's beat and flow and style to make a song, and you're giving her this, where she took a song that she has to pay another man for. This is basically a all cover. because she unseated Taylor Swift. This is basically a cover that she made. Now, invasion Kanye of unseated Taylor Swift without a single. He just walked on stage. Invasion of Privacy, if you're talking about that, which was 18, that's different. Every track, I think, went platinum. So, yeah, I, can I knew that was going to win a Grammy. Yeah, I can understand well, that. Uh, we're talking about Bodak Yellow. Oh, nah, I'm man. sorry. Nah, man. I want to hear the honorable mentions because I've been trying to get ahead of you and I, I have a list. Yeah, this, hey, you good, man. You, well, are you talking about for 2017 or 2018? I got a list for 2017. I'm gonna work on 2018 because I've, I've given up on okay. complexes. Uh, okay, that knowledge. makes sense. Uh, as far as 2017, yeah, their honorable mentions, like I said, was Jay Z, Cardi B, and Future. That's so disrespectful, man. Because Layla's wisdom what? from um Rhapsody. Oh my that's God. the one I was thinking was like, yo, if you don't mention Kendrick, then it had to be Layla's wisdom. Yeah, because as much as I love 444. I think that took it because that took it for some people because Jay-Z actually was vulnerable. Mm. And you got to think about it, right? Jay-Z's been rapping since like 87. Mm. He didn't hit his like biggest of breaks until 96. Mm. So cool. Started 96. He dropped 444 in 2017, bro. We talking about a whole 21 years past his biggest break. Yeah. Right? So it's like Let's say he started rapping like you know what I'm saying at, at 20 or whatever. Now you gotta think about the age that he's at now. Mm-hmm. He's vulnerable. Mm-hmm. He's looked back at a lot of life. He's got kids. He's got a relationship with like arguably the, the biggest star on the planet. Like it makes sense. But am I gonna put that above a Layla's wisdom? No. And and then like literally, I think one of the most sonically dope albums to come out since. Smino came out with Black Swan. Oh my god, yeah. Netflix and Duce, bro, Anita, um, Wild Irish Rose. Like Black Swan was so nuts. Because and Tyler, again, you, Tyler the creator came out with Flower Boy. Flower Boy. And I bro, to this day, I still blunt glitter. What do we like? Th- that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, they miss. Flower Boy, Layla's Wisdom, Forever is a Mighty Long Time by Crit, uh, Wins and Losses by Meek, like whether you All like American Badass by Joey Badass, L- Love is Rage by Uzi, uh, Pretty Girls Love Trap by Two Chains, uh, Migos Drop Culture, yeah, yeah. Well, and they said Future and Honorable Mention, but Migos had Drop Culture. That's <clears> true. <throat> yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like. Like what we doing, man? Like, like, mm-hmm. like for real. What we, what we doing? And speaking of what we doing, I believe I mentioned this earlier. Twenty eighteen, oh. 
2018 goes to none other than Pusha T. Hold on, let me see who was in 2018. And the no, credentials of that? No, no, no. Oh, I can't do that. Nipsey I can't hustle. No, Nipsey Pusha, came, no. Nipsey came out with Victory Lap. How? 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 Best rap album oh. Grammy nomination for Daytona. Complex's best album. Oh, that's favoritism. Complex's best album of 2018. And the story of, as you know, you know, that one that, you know. Hmm? Oh, my goodness. Come on now. Oh, my goodness. Come on. Nas dropped that year. Yeah. Nipsey dropped that year. That was it. Was so he, much heat. That wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Kendrick, Kendrick came out with that Black Panther album. Yep, that was Which, huge. Astro. Oh, you know what? what I lied, Derek. I lied. Your boy is mentioned one more time for KOD. J Cole. Drake and Travis Scott are in the honorable mentions for 2018. 2018 will be remembered as the year J. Cole took control of his own narrative. When the year began, teenagers at SoundCloud rap shows were still yelling F. J. Cole and making memes about his laundry rhymes. Then he dropped the most mature and complete work to date, K.O.D., an album that Found Cole sharpening his pen while transitioning to the big homie phase of his career. A month later, he sat down for a conversation with Lil Pump, earning back some respect from the genre's youngest stars and quieting those F. J. Cole chants. I do kind of remember when those Gen Zers were kind of like F. Cole. I do kind of remember that. Yeah, yeah. I'm that little phase. Um, but like the Carters was also like that year too. J Rock, Lil Wayne, even though I know people didn't really care about the Carter Five like that, it was still a good album. Uh, Royster Five Nine, Book of Ryan, Culture Two, Championships with from Meek Mill. Mm-hmm. And you still missing Swimming by Mac Miller, Redemption by J Rock. Again, I actually think Astro World might have been the best album of 2018, despite me understanding that Cardi B was going to win it because Invasion of Privacy actually was a really solid, solid album. I'm not going to hold it. It was really good. I just felt that Astro World deserved it uh, a little bit more. Kind of like I feel like Jokic deserves it a little bit more than B, but it's neither here or there. Um, Twenty One <laughs> Savage followed up from from twenty seventeen and dropped "I Am" is greater than I was. Yeah, like what we doing? And uh, oh, let me read off my extensively long list of stuff that they missed. Or I'm sorry, I don't think you missed the honorable mentions, did you? No, I did. It was. Kendrick, Drake, and Travis Scott. Or, I'm sorry, J. Cole, Drake, and Travis Scott. Not Kendrick. J. Cole, Drake, and Travis Scott. It's so inconclusive, They said 2018 was a disappointing year for Drake, but he's still in It it was. Because they said he came out swinging with back-to-back number one singles like Nice for What and God's Plan. 
And then he poked the bear. Yeah, and then he poked the bear with Push the T, by the way, which, yeah. He came out swinging against paternity tests. That's about it. Which then he, Scorpion, as you mentioned, is where he countered with that. Scorpion wasn't even, it was disappointing because of the the narrative. Hey, man, I'm not even going to hold you, and I'm calling other folks out on this. Y'all treat Drake like y'all treat LeBron, and they get credit that they don't deserve mm-hmm. just because of, of what they've accomplished. Oh, the sicko yeah. mode, too, by the way, which ties in with Travis Scott with the astral world. We'll see, and, and that's, that. a, so that's the thing, that's though. That's why like, Travis did it. Yeah, yeah. That's Scorpion, Travis, Scorpion was just, was to me, was just okay on on its own. It wasn't, wasn't like, it was okay. But coming off the momentum that he had with those, with those tracks uh, uh, prior to, we thought we were getting old Drake, mm-hmm. right? Mixtape Drake. That's what we thought we were getting, and then we just got almost like an ensemble of tracks. Like it didn't even make sense. So I, it was disappointing. But the album itself just isn't one of those albums that I revisit. I listen to it, eh, I'm I'm good. There's some good tracks mm-hmm. on it. There there are good singles on there, but as a as a project itself, it's not that it's not that good. No, I mean, and we we still didn't give any love to uh, Brockhampton, who dropped Iridescence. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not giving any love to Buddy, who dropped Hardening and Alondra. Like. <sighs> And wasn't this wasn't that album the Carters? Isn't wasn't that the album that Beyonce rapped Lion on? Lion King or something? Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. That was so sad. Was, no, she but she did a good job for 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 Beyonce. I'm okay. She killed here's, that. Well, here's my thing, and I'm sorry that I, I didn't agree with you because I messed up your point. So Beyonce, I think she did. I I think it's the fact that people weren't used to her rapping. That she mm. kind of got like a little more leeway than she should have. Mm. But if you're going to rap, then I don't think that you should do it as some like, good job, baby. Hey, man. Oh, no, I like agree with that. To speak. I agree you with that. Yeah, saying? yeah, no, I agree with that. It's like, if you but don't for... do it, you've been around it long enough that even if you just rap your favorite song on the radio, you should have an understanding on how to deliver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with that. But they just, man, they fumbled on a. Uh, on that oh oh man and uh even though nobody cared about the album like what we not gonna do is act like Sheck West did not have the greatest 2018 with Mo Bamba. Oh my god yeah 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 we wasn't even looking for Mo Bamba on the court yeah nah <laughs> like we go be honest we was not looking for Mo Bamba on the court even now even now, we, we still not. <laughs> you still not. Name is only popular because of Sheck West. It is. It is. Like if you're it talking is. about a friend for real, and and also Eminem, Eminem dropped Kamikaze. He did, which which actually has some cuts on it though. It was yeah, there was some, there was some good tracks on there. Um, but and Logic dropped everybody. Jit Jit dropped DiCaprio too, which I don't uh, even I don't think that a lot of people talk about that album as a whole. That is a that is an amazing album. Man, hey, shoot. Uh, Lupe um, dropped Droga's Wave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, those are me- those those are honorable mentions. You see what I'm saying? Like, like 
Those are honorable mentions. You can tell by this point because this is where singles were a thing and albums won't start to matter anymore. That's the problem. As this list progresses, because in 2019, you guessed it, the baby takes it with Baby on Baby and Kirk as the credentials. The honorable mentions there is Young Thug, Benny the Butcher, and Freddie Gibbs. Even though Tyler the Creator came out with Igor. Right. You drop Igor. Young Thug uh, drops so much drops fun. so much fun. Yeah, I was just looking at that. Uh, Corday dropped boys. <laughs> Westside. Roddy Bro. Rich. Westside Boogie dropped everything for sale. What are we doing here? By the way, just, just a thought here. Let me just look at 2020 for a second. Uh, oh, Wally dropped. Wow, that's young crazy. Boy too. So, uh, yeah, young boy. Um, so, uh, oh, the plugs I met for Benny. Nice. Correct, cor- correct me if I'm wrong. By the way, Nipsey's still not being mentioned here. That's what I'm saying. Reason. That doesn't even make sense. Kind of died around this point, and nobody mentions. Like, he did he not get a Grammy for his for victory lap? Doesn't matter. Did he not get a Grammy for victory lap? What did Post Malone have to say about this? Oh yeah, he's not mentioned in any of these either, by the way. Um so yeah. Yeah. Here's another name that's not mentioned for some reason because he's not even mentioned in 2020. Pop Smoke. Is not mentioned anywhere. Not one place. We're in the modern era now, people. This is this is like yeah, present day. 2020, right? Who's yeah, 2020. 2020, they gave to the to little baby, not the baby. They gave it to little baby for the reasons. 2020. My turn. Credentials is the most consumed album of 2020. My turn. A two-time Grammy-nominated single, The Bigger Picture. Right. And your honorable mentions of 2020, which is the pandemic year, need I mind you, where we actually got to listen to music in fullness. Mm-hmm. Freddie Gibbs, Lil Uzi Vert, and Benny the Butcher. <sighs> So Freddie yeah, deserves I, to be up there. Um, Nas dropped King's Disease. Uh, shout Savage out to Juice World's Posthumous. Legends Never Die. Extinction Level Event 2 came out. Busta Rhymes. Um, man. Savage mm-hmm. Mode 2 mm-hmm. from 21 Savage. Oh, no pressure from Logic. Man. Oh my god! But um, yeah, yeah. Spillage from Spillage Village. Hold on, speaking of which, hold on, bro. We completely missed. Uh, what was that? Twenty was that twenty nineteen? We didn't even include Dreamville, bro. Wasn't that? Yeah, that was um, bro. That was uh uh the Revenge of the Dreamers uh yes three yes yeah uh but Sue even in 2020 man I remember faithfully 
yes, there was a bit of bias because the day this album dropped, I went and picked up a Michigan-made Verner's ginger ale, a Little Caesars, and a Fago. But when Detroit 2 came out, I was lit. Detroit Big 2 Sean gave amazing, us one. man. Big Sean gave us one, bro. Detroit 2 is amazing. I don't even think that... That's one of those albums that I don't even think a lot of people will mention as much as they should. <laughs> but then, like, Music to be Murdered by by Eminem, not on my Detroit wave, but Music to be Murdered by M was spinning. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just the fact that it's M and they were like moving past it, but M was spinning, man. Yeah. And, and but, then um, but Buster Rhymes came out with the extension level event too. I think that was one of that to me, that was one of the bigger albums as, uh, that year as well. Yeah. That was that was uh... no, and then um, like I had mentioned to y'all earlier, uh Blue and Exile. Mm-hmm. They dropped in uh 2020. Uh, it was Miles. That was the name of the one I forgot. Miles, because Blue is actually an astute like listener of music, and so a lot of uh, Miles sampled jazz, especially like bebop, anything mm. from like between the forties through the sixties. Miles was nuts, and again, you talking about somebody that a lot of people don't know. It wasn't like no commercial gimmick. I just happened to stumble upon this dude. Fell in love with his music and followed like what he put out. And right. years later, from 07 when he dropped his debut to 2020, he still had a banger with Exile. Period. Like, oh. And the last, we come to the final year, because this year does not count, seeing as how we are still in the midst of this one. Therefore, the final year in this list would be 2021. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? 2021 is awarded to keep in mind this is also best rapper alive, by the way. 2021 was awarded to none other than Tyler the Creator. Credentials. Call me if you get lost. Honorable mentions of that year go to Kanye West, Mac Hami, and J. Cole. No, they disrespectful. They disrespectful. Um, King's Disease 2 was amazing as well. Mm-hmm. Bro. The off season, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I, yes, personally, to me, that was that was. If that's not the best album of the year, it's it's definitely two. Mm-hmm. Um. But Baby Keen doesn't even get mentioned. Not at all. I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't a big fan of Baby Keen, man. Um. I I think. But like I you think said, Baby, it doesn't but matter. But you had that. You are. A fan of it. It's the the. But the he, yeah, he did. He, you did get Kendrick out of hiding, by the way, because oh, at that point tracks. Kendrick was, was yeah. quiet. Kendrick yeah. had been quiet, and you got him to rap twice. Hey, yeah. because help me launch my rap career. Top of the morning, top of the morning. Yeah, you right, you right. Yeah, yep. but like, man, we still missing um 
Wait, who you, who you said to argue? The I mean, the honorable mentions was Yay, Cole, and who? Uh, Makami. Makami. So I think Donda was. I don't even know who that is. Slick, one of the albums of the year. It definitely was. It definitely was. Donda was fire. Ironically, certified lover boy. Ironically, surprisingly, Drake is not on that list, which proves Derek's point about Drake and his albums. If he didn't get mentioned last year and he dropped certified lover boy, that means has he fallen off Derek? You mentioned the decline way back then, but at least, yeah, what was that? 2015 15 for me. me. He hasn't come out to me. I'll say before Certified Lover Boy came out, he had not come out with anything that was worthwhile, like listening to from start to finish since 2015. Certified Lover Boy, I think, I think went back into the realm of. I can listen to this album. Some tracks I'm going to likely skip, but for the most part, the album was really good. Um, I agree. Donda definitely should. These two should be mentioned just because of the buzz they got from battling each other. Mm-hmm. That Like off that alone. Off, off that alone. Those two should be the ones that are, that are mentioned for sure. But like, but projects in general, like, again, we're talking about people that aren't listening to albums now, mm-hmm. right? So if we're not going to go off of albums, are we just going off of top singles? And if we're talking about top singles, what are we talking about? Are we talking about the popularity? Are we talking about the 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 um, the streams? Are we talking about you know like Billboard charts? Like what what are we talking about here? True, because way too sexy was seemingly way too sexy was going like that was on for almost it felt like it was like two months straight. I was hearing Mm -hmm. that everywhere. Everywhere. Um, I'm gonna give Kawhi credit for that. Okay. Okay. I (laughs) (laughs) I forgot he was in a music video. Um but But I, I I I I don't I don't I don't know what we're talking about here anymore. I mean, I really me either, because it it doesn't seem to age well in terms of not going off the transitions of times between yeah. CDs when albums were a thing, and this is going back to the seventies, the late seventies. Nas, Nas dropped another album, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, Nas hasn't been mentioned, I believe, since. And I'm sorry, DMX's album came out as well. It came out after his after his death. But Florin too with Wale. What are we talking about? That that's that was a fire album. That was a fire for the record. Album. There wasn't a single Wale project mentioned on this entire list. There's there's bias. There's there's clear bias against against complete albums, against specific artists. It's, there's mm-hmm. bias. And, and I'm sorry, also mixtapes. You're not talking about the mixtapes. And honestly, one who is really a, a dark horse for, for last year too was Big Sean. Big Sean came out with a six-track album. 
that was his first not with uh with uh good music i mean that was fire six tracks bro. but it was fire I, I pretty much quit trusting them on Big Sean because they missed Detroit too. And in 2017, they missed I Decide. They're just not looking for that. They're not. They're not. There's a complete bias. And and, and if they're not ready to admit that, then that's cool. But I'm sorry. Also, I don't care how you feel about them. Lil Nas X came out with Montero. With Montero. Like, that was huge. He had a great rollout. Whether you liked it or not, <laughs> whether you agree, definitely had you talking about it. He had you talking about him. Lil Nas X deserves respect with that. Yeah, man, but, but nobody would consider him as a rapper. They don't consider him more on the pop too. side. But well, but they're, they're obviously talking about pop. They're obviously talking about pop. They're obviously talking about pop. So pop is just popular music, right? So if we're gonna if we're gonna go into that lane, it's not just hip hop. But see, you go if you're gonna go into that lane. I'm so glad. Silk Sonic was one of the better albums too. I'm so glad you said that. I'm so glad you said that. That ties back into my Jaru point then, because they mentioned a lot of pop music. You can't mention pop music and just talk about pop as in pop rap. Mm -hmm. It's pop was popular. And they're obviously going off popularity. So it can't just it can't just be rap. If you're going to talk about rap, talk about rap. Talk about hip hop, but leave the 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 pop out of it because pop encompasses multiple genres. I'm still blown that oh. pop smoke is nowhere in here. Who should have been in that? How do you not have pop smoke? How do you not have Nipsey? Like, because I ain't gonna hold y'all. From the West Side with Love Three from Dom Kennedy, fire, yeah, absolute fire. Does not get enough credit, um, in, in the slightest. And I hate it for guys like Dom Kennedy, who are mainstream but clearly not mainstream enough. Mm. Of course, like you said, for Lawrence, who poke it out. Oh my but, God. Um, but I, I think the, the biggest omission on here, um, just so disappointing, bro. Isaiah Rashad deserves all of the flowers for the house is burning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually think the house is burning was the best rap album of 2021. However, I knew that Tyler, the creator, was likely going to win it because he had, like, a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had DJ drama, and he really did do a great job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, this is one of those where it's like you got to split hairs when you talk about people on this level. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's so many folks who don't get, like, the love or credit they deserve for uh, tracks they've dropped. I mean, albums they've dropped. Because, like, 2020, Mm -hmm. Ray Khalil, for anybody who watched... um, um, rhythm and flow on mm-hmm. Netflix. Mm-hmm. Ray Khalil's album is fire, fire, bro. It dropped in 2020. Um, called For the World. Like, yo, Ray Khalil gave us one, man. She don't get no love. <laughs> Not to mention D Smoke. Uh, that's what I'm, yeah, like, yeah, D Smoke, man, it dropped. 
couple back to back. Man, um, in no point in time, one of who I've seen grown to be the biggest, one of the biggest underground artists, who's not necessarily underground, he just has like an underground feel to him. Um, Larry June, how do you not mention Larry June in the last four or five years? Mm-hmm. Like you talking yeah. about an Atlanta guy who lives in the Bay Area and has successfully mixed the styles of, of being from the South with his twang and, you know, the Bay with his delivery mm-hmm. with like just lush all around production, mm-hmm. just smooth in the pocket, talking real life rap, reality rap, as some might say. Mm-hmm. You don't mention like him with none of this? Yeah, that's why that's why I said right. beginning like we their criteria needs to be needs to be put out and and honestly it almost feels as if we should come out with our own list because I'm not I'm not understanding what the what the what the criteria is again yeah. you they're they're switching their criteria year to year mm-hmm. one year is based off of popularity the other year is based off sales. You can't you can't do that. It's either it's all based on sales mm-hmm. or it's all based on popularity. Mm-hmm. Like or mm-hmm. it's based off lyricism or yeah. it's based off of creativity. You can't mm-hmm. just you can't move the goalpost year to year as to saying which one is, is the best for this year because you like this, that, and the other. This mm-hmm. this literally sounds, and I don't mean to 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 be critical of of uh was gen z i don't mean to be critical but it literally sounds as if this is a room full of gen z uh uh uh, kids that just decided to throw out a list and base off what they wanted to base it off of they googled Mm -hmm. names from year to year and said okay these are okay we'll do this we'll do that we'll put them there Mm -hmm. you're not going off artistry and if you're not going to go off artistry you shouldn't even make the list yeah you shouldn't. No. And um, because so much stuff I forgot, bro. Looking back at Smino, he dropped a Smino, bro. In twenty eighteen. Yeah. And see, like, if we're going territorial too, I believe it was either two thousand five, six, or seven. One of those years was dominated by the state of Texas alone. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Lil yeah. Flip, Mike Jones, Chameleonaire, Paul Wall, the whole state of Texas mm-hmm. literally was all over the place. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. And again, if you're going to go off popularity, how is Meg Thee Stallion not even discussed? How is she not an honorable mention? If, if this is popularity. Because they don't know what they want, man. Because That's true. popularity alone for 2017, as much as Kendrick deserved it for his prowess, 2017 belonged to T Grizzly. Not mad at that. I'm not Bro mad at literally that. got out of jail, dropped a song, and lit the entire US up. Yeah. Like T Grizzly ain't like T Grizzly is cool. He's he's dropped like some decent stuff. Like I haven't listened to his album. But like mm-hmm. this dude literally like got out of jail and dropped a track, and that's why he blew up, made a summer anthem, and people treat first day out like they do uh dreams and nightmares. 
Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We got we got to yeah. be honest about like yeah. If we talk about popularity, yeah. That's 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 what he's on, man. Which again, you talking about jail? Meek Mill got out of jail and dropped championships. What was that? Eighteen. Uh, yeah, yeah. And that was after our, our after the Eagles won the Super Bowl, right? Which is like the whole reason why he dropped that Ooh. too. And I, I don't know why I kept forgetting to say this for 2019. Cause this is why uh because I know like we we got like out of time limit, but like it's so much stuff that got glossed, bro. Um 2019, Brock Hampton dropped Gendry. Like we, we can't skip like this stuff. Um yeah. I honestly think that back in, in 2016. One of the best rap albums that came out was was Deontay Hitchcock. We good, bro. We good. No one nuts. talks about Deontay, man. Deontay was nuts with that, bro. Um, and, and quite frankly, you've heard me argue this on on multiple occasions about who mm-hmm. I think is my favorite artist on Dreamville and who's the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boz mm-hmm. dropped too high to ride in twenty sixteen, and then in twenty eighteen he followed up with um, Milky Way. Milky Way, yeah, like. But see, that's why that's why I brought up Jid, and then and then you also well, I'm not Ari's a, a singer, but <sighs> no, but yeah. that's but that's the thing. But that's like, popularity he's... too, because I don't know what we're talking about. I don't I don't know what we're what we're discussing here. Complex mm-hmm. complex has made this complex. Yeah, man, we 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 just need to go ahead and bring it back uh, on our own. So we ain't gotta like rush through it, you know. If it's too long, split it into two episodes. Oh, this is gonna get split into two episodes for sure. Okay, that's yeah. all. Like, I, I want to yeah. take some more time on this because it's like we miss mm-hmm. some people that I don't think get enough love because again, they weren't mainstream enough, mm-hmm. and and that's why they got glossed. Because again, I think really 2016 belonged to um, Deontay Hitchcock or Boz in terms of like the albums outside mm-hmm. of Coloring Book. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think color, color and yeah, Milky Way. A, yeah, co- color. Well, Milky Way was eighteen, but like 18. sixteen. Yeah, sixteen. Um, we gave to coloring book. Right. Oh, you know what? I can't forget my boy Childish Gambino with some of these albums because Awaken My Love was out. Yo, one of those yeah, years. But, yeah, but what do we like? Awaken My Love wasn't really rap though. It was. It was. Well, see, that's the thing. What are we talking about? Popularity, or are we talking about rap? Yeah, because. He's a rapper, even if that album wasn't rap. He's a rapper. You know, I don't know how Speaker Box and Love Below didn't get mentioned anywhere somehow. You said how who? Speaker Box and Love Below didn't get mentioned somehow. Oh, uh, back like, in 03? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, these are well, the things I'm trying well, to understand. Like, Well, they didn't mention it because we got to be honest, they called themselves out on this. Andre 3000 wasn't rapping. Big yes. Boy was. Yes. So when you want to mention Andre 3000 as the rapper, it's like, surprise, you contradicted yourself because Big Boy was the only one rapping with speaker box. The Love Below was straight R&B and yeah. pop. Yeah. And I'm going to be completely honest. I Except think- for Life of Benjamin. Because that was straight bars. But you talking about like one song on a whole album though? Like, well, true, but it's just the fact that you, you know, I think Valentine's Day he rapped. You know what I'm saying? Like he rapped on it, but yeah, I think he just went different ways. 
I think what Complex did was um, discredit them, discredited themselves as yeah. a, a, a publication to disperse information on music. I, that's what that's what this list actually tells me, and I don't mean to come at them so hard, but you you have to be held accountable for what you just did. Call them up. You have to be held accountable for this because you can't call yourselves uh, 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 which honestly if Joe Budden was still there I'm pretty sure this list would look totally different but it goes back to what you said bro um, and I want to modify it about the Gen Z is because I think one of the biggest things is that people just care about popularity they care about numbers and then of course the biggest thing is people are like analytics analytics and it's like yo analytics matter but we put so much stock into analytics we actually don't appreciate the art right and and so when it all comes down to it i'm not giving somebody credit on the art just because they did something different like it has to be good too so no i don't think like young thug is going to get the credit nor does he deserve the credit quote unquote as some innovator of sorts because even if people did copy young thug style the reality is is like Everybody who copies that style doesn't make it because, quite honestly, his style is trash. Yeah, yeah. But Young Thug, being the originator of it, is going to allow him to be at the forefront because I can stomach one, even if I can't stomach 20. But, you know, past that is like, if you're going to be like different or creative, like make it worth our while, make it, make it good. Make it something that we can remember. Make it something that's long-lasting. Make it something worth listening to, appreciating, spending my hard-earned free time on. Yeah. Because the way we talk about stuff in America, and this is not even getting onto a whole other subject, but the way, like, work is set up, you know, we live in, we, we be tired, bro. Like, if I want to relax and listen to some music, like, be good. Like, bro, I'm not about to listen to 40 minutes of that. Yo, right. beats might be fire, but I'm not about to listen to that. I, right. I can I can go outside right. and listen to my car hit a pothole for that. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. Uh, yeah, complex. Y'all gotta do better, man. Y'all gotta do better. This is uh, this 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 is actually pathetic. Oh, sad, bro. This is actually pathetic, and which makes me even question what they did prior to '95. Which, by the way, Tretch, yet another duo. It's yeah. Howdy by nature, you know. You yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, but just mentioned Tretch. Missy Elliott, Missy Elliott didn't get mentioned. Me, me at Chris, all. Missy Elliott, I bro. Mean, we didn't mention Timberland and Magoo. Bro, Timberland. Oh my God. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, complex. Um like that's how I know they don't know what they're talking about. Timberland and Magoo didn't get mentioned. You talking about best rap and you didn't say nothing about black. Also, Star. also going even back to the retro of like 80s, 90s, by the way. I don't know how you don't mention MC Hammer somehow, but that guy did kind of revolutionize some things. I'm just saying, but 
Now that I think about it, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Some of these eras and decades don't make sense. Yeah. Like at all. Yep. But, ladies and gentlemen, listen, this is part two of what's been a long, epic breakdown as as much as we could do without trying to, uh, gosh, bore you to death. But, you know, we, we, we did what we could, and we're honestly disappointed in how this was completely chosen. And uh, based off Derek said, you just never know, people. You might get your own OTS Media Best Rapper Alive list. Yeah, may have to break this to. down ourselves. I think we're going to have to. Um, but I will say uh, you're going to be able to get a lot of this uh, 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 flair when fans comes back. Mm. Okay. And uh, we we have a huge announcement. Uh, Chris right here will now be the new host of fans. And we are going to be revamping the show. uh, And it's going to be a lot different than what you guys are used to. Um, Everybody's been asking me about fans. I even got ridiculed on you know, uh, on it, you know, hey, look, great things take time uh, to develop. And the, 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 the season that you guys watched uh, with fans, that was a test run to really see what we can do with it to make it better. And what we're going to do to make it better, uh, we'll, we'll, you know, break it down to you guys even further at some other point. But one of the ways is uh, that in between battles, uh, this would actually be a podcast where uh, Chris will be discussing uh, different music uh, uh, elements, um, and that that you can you can probably you'll probably hear him discussing music uh, today with a younger uh, a fan or you know older old school yeah. music. Like you're gonna hear an range uh, or, or an array of different uh, uh, topics on there. Uh, so you're gonna get um, more of that 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 breakdown uh, with fans um, from a fan's perspective. So uh, you know, I want to say uh, welcome to the team. Uh, appreciate you appreciate for joining you. us, and you know, you guys will be getting your battles too. So we're gonna be we're gonna be bringing out battles and 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 episodes um, frequently. So the battles are gonna start off. You know, we might take like two two months before you know between battles or whatnot but we're going to come back we're going to bring it back to you guys and we're going to do it in, in a way that that is uh is 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 much better much better you guys will have a bigger voice as the audience um as to who wins which round so i don't want to hear anyone saying anything else about this show being fixed because i have specifically made it to where you guys can't say that okay mm-hmm. So any 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 other complaints from here on out, uh, you guys just want to talk and blow hot air. So we are doing this for you guys. I want you guys to have fun with the with the show, um, um, but also learn about different elements in music. Um, so whatever you might not get here on on past the ox in terms of us breaking down uh, different elements. It might be different perspectives that that Chris has 
um, that he'll discuss on on fans. So uh, be on the lookout. We should be having a battle coming to you guys. Uh, what is this? What are we in May? So mm-hmm. we should yeah. be having something before this before again begin the summer. You know, so we want to hear from you guys. Want to know what what battles you guys want to see? Um, please come out, come and, and hit us up and let us know what you guys want to see on the show. We will, you know, definitely get that going. Um, and uh, if if you're listening, Freddie, we still have not heard of any anybody that you want to face with future. So keep keep dreaming. Hey, uh, hey, dreaming is the perfect way to segue to the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Why? Because we're dreamers. See what yeah. I got there for you, Derek? Yes, sir. We're dreamers. Yeah. Dreamville. And uh, if I can <laughs> add to this, um, perfect time to plug in my favorite artist, Dom Kennedy, and uh, listen to Dream to Me, where he beautifully samples Anita Baker. You will love that song, and um, it is absolutely wonderful. You can follow it up with listening to 125, baby. Guess what we up doing? You don't really die, my nigga. Ain't really that much for you. There it is. All right. All right, ladies. We'll be on your heads with these lyrics. Hey, man, y'all, thank y'all so much for always tuning in and rocking with us, man, through part one and part two of what we broke down as, according to Complex, the best rapper alive, year by year. Therefore, if y'all have some comments, complaints, concerns, let us know if there was anyone we forgot to bring up that they also forgot to bring up. Leave y'all comments below. Let us know. Most importantly, rate review please 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 rate and review let us know how you like us man we appreciate y'all rocking with us even when we have our long lengthy episodes man thank you for still rocking with us giving us that honest feedback and without you none of this is possible so make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to come check it out right here past the ox most importantly interact with us let us know who you are why you listen to us and rate it so the show can continue to get traction for more and more listeners out there that want to know what is past the ox, you know, what is OTS media, all these things. Uh, That being said, make sure you follow the brand at all things on social media at OTS media co trust me when I say you do not want to miss all the updates, news and exciting posts that go on on a daily consistent basis. Um, www.otsmediaco.com. Check out the articles, check out the shows, other shows that you can check out. Get to know us, the guests, and the, and, the, and the hosts of all these dope shows that are right here under the OTS Media brand. That being said, it's your boy, Dwayne. That's my guy, Derek. And of course, my guy, Big C Rob, Chris Robinson, man. Until next time, y'all, we signing out. Peace. Yo.